The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Engaging conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. Dr. Gans Ferentz joining us in studio this afternoon for our monthly segment. How does that make you feel? Hey, Gans. Hey. Thanks. uh, You've been busy. (laughs) I've been running all over the place, have I? Yes, I have. Yeah, what's going on with the book? Well, it's coming out. um, May 1st is the launch date. So, yeah, and it's called The Me Factor. Mm. Systematic guide to getting what the hell you want. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Okay, I need to read that. Yeah. Read that. All right, well, we'll be there. Um, We thought today, Mm -hmm. I had found uh, an article, and it started like this, and I just want to read the opening opening paragraph of it. It says, hey, remember the beginning of your relationship with your long-term partner? The passion, the playfulness, the butterflies in your stomach. Everything was about the two of you, and everything was wonderful. And yeah, you probably had so much sexy time that... I actually can't read the rest of that. Uh, but fast forward to now, and your once hot relationship might look a lot more like stained sweatpants, eating takeout noodles on the couch, and near celibacy. And so I thought this might be a fun and interesting mm-hmm. uh, conversation, and in part because of the texts that I've received over the years mm-hmm. from many of our listeners when we talk about relationships mm-hmm. and trying to keep that love alive. And, right. You know, Andrew likes to tease me about, uh, you know, Mr. Romance that I'm married to uh-huh. and oh you've only been together seven years you know things will change when you've been <laughs> married 25, for 25 years yeah, right yeah. <laughs> um but you know it does happen and it certainly can happen in a relationship it, it can like and there are a number of factors right i mean the big big factor is kids right and let's just be real uh-huh. like kids uh well the research says that basically uh relationship satisfaction goes down once you have kids and goes back up if you're still together once the kids leave now that's not the kids fault and kids don't kill your romance or your sex it just they just complicate your life they make you busier right so um when we have kids we are we have to drive them all over the place we have to mm-hmm. make sure they're okay we got to like keep them alive apparently you know what i mean <laughs> feed them you know those like clothe them so, you know, we have more responsibility, so it takes up more time, so we don't always have the the energy uh-huh. or the time or the focus to, to invest in the relationship. I think the other thing, though, is there are certain beliefs that we have about what parents do or who they are and what their responsibilities are that take us out of, we, we may forget like who we are. Well, for moms, for example, well, I'm a mother now, so I have to sacrifice for my children. I can't mm-hmm. do that. My kids are most important. Or for the father, it's like, no, well, I'm, I'm a dad now. I got responsibilities. I got to make sure I go to work. I got to do all this other stuff, right? And so, you know, it can really get you out of that happy, fun, playful, sexual place without even really knowing it Mm -hmm. because you're trying to be quote-unquote responsible. Hmm. Yeah, and it's... 
Yeah, sometimes I think that you forget who you are. Yeah, absolutely. And who you were as a couple before that. Yeah, yeah. And you know, when I when I work with, or, well, either, either working with people in my office or at workshops or whatever, um, I, I tell people, look, if you've got kids, there are three relationships you have to look after, right? And you definitely have to look after your kids. I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of free range kids, right? You got to, mm-hmm. you know, you got to look after them, you got to raise them, that sort of thing. But you also have to put time and effort and energy into the relationship. Mm-hmm. You have have to invest in that. If you don't invest in that and you just invest in the kids, the kids, your job as a parent, you're supposed to work yourself out of a job. So when the kids leave, as two strangers looking at each other, nothing to talk about, right? So you got to make sure you feed that relationship. And then, of course, the other relationship is the relationship with yourself. Because mm-hmm. if you don't have that, then you're not going to be a good partner. You're not going to be a good parent. You know, Gans, I'll be honest with you. There are a number of reasons why I decided not to give birth to my mm-hmm. own children. Um, and, and one of them was worrying about losing focus of, of me, mm-hmm. but also about losing... Um, the relationship with my partner mm-hmm. um, because I've seen that happen mm-hmm. over and over again and yeah, and I get that yeah when you we become a parent that's that's part of the sacrifice you made mm-hmm. but I wonder how many would-be parents sit and talk about it <laughs> sit and talk about it beforehand because I think once you you know you're talking about this oh no yeah. we have babies it'll be perfect blah 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 right. and it maybe is not what you expect whatsoever well it's usually not what you expect at so. all <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, you know the parents want to lull you and come on join yeah. us it'll be great you know don't tell you it's a cult but <laughs> but yeah no it's uh, it, it's true I, I think people really do need to think very long and hard about what it takes to be a good parent mm-hmm. because it is sacrifice. So you are sacrificing yeah. some of your time. You're sacrificing some of your relationship time. You do have a responsibility to be your best for your kids. And when I say that, I don't mean the kids have to come first at all, all things. I mean, you have to be at your best so you can stay calm when they're mm-hmm. freaking out. You can, you know, not undercut your partner in front of your kids. So they have, so your kids have a sense of stability and trust in the adults in the home. Um, it takes, takes work and it's very hard. So yeah, you do have to think about that when you have kids. So is, is, I was going to ask you, is mm-hmm. this, is this talk topic mm-hmm. or is this e- issue something that is is being dealt with in therapist's office around North America a lot? Well, I would hope that it is, but my sense is that it's not because most people don't go to therapy. So that's that's the problem. Okay. Most people suffer in silence. Actually, some of the research says, and this is from um, John Gottman, who's uh, sort of the guru in relationships in the, in the States. He says most couples will go through trouble for six years before they actually show up at the therapist's office. And, you know, I used to work right next to a lawyer's office when I was in Fort McMurray. Yeah. And I've had a couple times where clients literally had an appointment with the lawyer the next hour to go and say you got an hour and if you can fix this then if not we got an appointment next door and that's what (laughs) i was going to suggest either that this doesn't get worked or they just say okay enough's enough i'm not getting what i want out of this relationship um you you may or may not believe that you've tried right um and so we're just going to end it well i really think that we you know as a culture we don't have the right understanding i think our our 
our expectations are all wrong around relationships and we think they're just supposed to be natural. They're just supposed to work out and everything like if we if love conquers all and if everything is good, it'll just happen. Just be easy. And it'll be a fairy tale. And no, no, no. It's it's, it's work, yeah. right? And and when you're initially with somebody, it's it's fun. You go pick them up, you see them wherever you're going, you have fun, you take them home, you might have sex, and then you go, right? Uh-huh. You don't have to go into the bathroom after them. You don't have to pay bills with them. You don't have to see them and look after them when they're sick. You don't have to look after the kids or do all the other stuff with them that, you know, the, the things that make a life kind of dilute some of that romance, that excitement. Now, that doesn't mean you can't have the romance and excitement. It just means you have to make it a priority and work at it. So how do you do it? I'm guessing that there's kind of different stages depending on whether or not, number one, you have kids, if right. kids are the issue, yep. number one, if you have kids and where and how old the children are. Mm-hmm. So when the kids are, are little... Mm-hmm. Yeah, how do you how do you work around that? Well, yeah, you have to make sure that you know. Obviously, first thing first thing is get sleep, okay? Because mm-hmm. like when when nothing's kids are, going on if you're no, sleeping. No, no, no. One of one of my first rules about you know having a hot, passionate relationship is have sex while you're awake, right? <laughs> it's like don't wait till the end of the day when everybody's exhausted and you fall into bed and figure out, well, just you know tap the other one. It's like, well, do you, what do you think? Can we do this? Mm-hmm. So, uh, okay, hurry up, get it over yeah. with. You know what I mean? That's that doesn't make for passion. That no. doesn't make for you know for a good good experience. And and you know and and what we do today builds momentum and sets history for tomorrow. So if we're having sex like that often, then after a while, sex feels like a chore. Feels uh-huh. like, well, why bother? It's boring. It's, you know, I'm tired, all this other stuff. So really want to be mindful of the experiences we're creating. So with, with little kids, yes, you want to make sure that you get some sleep. Uh-huh. Get help. Don't, like, our, our culture has never, humanity has never been single or just two-parent families ever until maybe like 50 years ago, okay? So it's always been extended family groups, parents, grandparents, aunts, uncles, um, uh, community groups around. So we always had built-in babysitting. Uh So there was time to help, you know, somebody to take the kids so you could have some private time. You need to make that a little bit more uh, deliberate choice now to make sure you have some time for yourselves, especially when the kids are young Uh um, because they are going to demand a lot of our attention and our time, and we do need to look after them. Yeah, for sure. Okay, it's 316. Let's take a quick break here. Joan has a question for you. We'll Mm -hmm. get to Joan's phone call and we'll continue on this. And I think Joan wants to say, you know, I think those butterflies do go away Mm -hmm. and it's normal. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about that when we come back. Dr. Gans Ferentz joining us in studio. We're talking about keeping the love alive, the passion alive in your relationship. Um... I, this text came in says, did she seriously just say she, she decided not to have kids because she didn't want to lose her relationship with herself and that she would be me? Uh, what a sad commentary on the me-only state of the world today. So, yeah, I really got to address that. So, look, it, I, I wish more people would be thoughtful and mindful like you were about their lives going forward because parenting is a very, very serious thing. Kids are not an accessory. Kids are not a necessity. Kids are not something we are supposed to do here, right? Um, they are their own little beings mm-hmm. and they need attention. They need support. They need uh, us to be fully yeah. geared up to look after them. 
it's very loving, very thoughtful, very respectful to think about if you're the kind of person that can make that sacrifice. Mm -hmm. If you can, great, but understand that's a lot of work. If you can't, great, but understand that's that's okay. Mm -hmm. And so it's a very loving choice to not have children if you're not up for it, or if you're fearful, or if you're not sure about the relationship, or if you just don't have the emotional or physical ability to do what it takes to be a good parent. And that was the other part of it. Right. You know, there's there was a number of levels on yeah. it, and I think there's a number of levels for a lot of people. It's not, it, it could be in some cases, no, I just don't want to have kids. I don't right. have that, you know, my, my ovaries don't quiver when I see a, when <laughs> I see baby. a baby. Yeah. But oftentimes, it's there's many layers yeah. to it. There are reasons when a, people don't want to do hard, it. It's so it, it, it may not be a hard decision, but it seems hard because the world... Yes can be quite judgy. Oh, yeah, yeah. And judgy to parents, to people oh, yeah. who have children as well. It's not just it's, one way or another. You're, you're judged every way, yeah. right? And it's, you know, and what I what I remind myself of, and I tell my clients, look, the only opinion who, the only opinions who really count are you and your partner. That's it. Yeah. And and maybe yeah. the kids, because you don't want to get old enough, right? Yeah. But it doesn't matter. You make the choice that's right for you, yeah. because no one else has to carry that burden. You have a kid, and then they're not going to babysit, so, you know. This text came in, so we're talking about trying to keep your passion alive mm-hmm. and your love alive in your marriage um, and, it, and it can be a little tricky at times when you when you have kids and little people John I'm going to get to your phone call in a minute I promise it says I have five children and basically have to hide in order <laughs> to have sexy time you know and that's it there's yep. I think it takes some big planning yep. you got you to be stealthy yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so like... hi Joan thanks for waiting you're on with Dr. Gans how are you Nathan? I'm good thanks. yep can you hear uh, me I think your, your guest is totally right on with everything. Oh, thank um, you so much. <laughs> the, most, the most important thing is that when you've got the butterflies and the romance, when you're looking for something, when you find someone that you're going to marry, is to make sure that person's going to be your friend, your best friend for the rest of your life. Uh, because it's normal. I think it's really normal for that uh, butterfly feeling to leave. The romance doesn't have to leave. But I do believe the butterflies, that's just a natural thing. Um, my parents have been married for 71 years. Wow. They sleep in a double bed. There's no butterflies there. There's no romance. <laughs> but they have each other. So I think that's just really important. Well, it, it is. I mean, I, we, we like just like everything else in life, there are developmental stages we go through. And so... You know, at the beginning, there can be a lot of butterflies, a lot of excitement, and and but I, I love what you're saying in, in terms of we also need to know that we need to be friends mm-hmm. because that's where the foundation is. We need to actually like the person we're with and have some interest in them other than just their body, right? <laughs> I mean, we need to be interested in their body too, but we should also be interested in their mind and their soul and their feelings and their their ideas for the future, mm-hmm. those sorts of things, right? So, uh, having a good friendship as well as a hot relationship really is one of the uh, you know great ingredients to having a long-lasting and fulfilling relationship I th- you're right I think that's the end that's the end game and if you could achieve that all the more power to you because uh, like I said my parents are they're just their best friends and they lean on each other and yeah. one of these days they're not going to have each other but darn it you know I think when you're looking for that uh, lifelong partner, Make sure you know what you're getting into. I think, Absolutely. I think I know which Joan this is. 
Yeah, you do. Okay. <laughs> so, Joan, I know that your, your husband passed away about 10 years ago. Yeah. But whenever we talked about your husband, you still lit up. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, absolutely. Yeah. And I'm not out on the road looking for anybody else because <laughs> nothing else compared yeah me. yeah as you can tell my voice yeah nice to hear your voice joan thank you so much nice to hear you all right I love your oh thank Bye-bye. you my friend take care um some of the texts coming in said uh i disagree this is gabe i disagree with the whole spouse being the best friend my best friend would help me bury a body i don't think my <laughs> wife would <laughs> maybe and she I, should <laughs> and you know that whole best friend soulmate thing right um i, I coach and i roll our eyes whenever we hear that you know i've got best friends who uh-huh. are you know my pals and it's it's a different kind of relationship there are many kinds of relationships right but you do like to you do need to like the other person and and, and be able to like you know talk to them right yeah. i mean I, I don't know about anybody else but i have a really hard time having sex with somebody i don't like yeah you know what i mean like yeah. and, and if if there is sex that's not good sex right mm-hmm. it's like rough you know what i mean it's yeah. not good yeah right so you you really want to like who you're with and and, and you know so that's another sort of like technique i guess to keeping the passion alive if you like who you're with and you you like you want to like who you're having sex with you also have to treat them like Mm -hmm. you like them Mm -hmm. so little things count um so they say that the first like when you haven't seen somebody for a while the first 30 seconds or so or sometimes even three seconds determine the next like six hours Mm -hmm. of of interaction right so if you see somebody you just kind of walk past them when you come home from work or you just growl at them or, or scowl at them worse right uh, it's probably not gonna be a good weekend yeah. g- a good evening right but if you say hey how you do oh man i missed you how you doing give him a little kiss and then go and do whatever you got to do yeah. that makes a world of difference yeah we meet each other at the door with a kiss mm. doesn't matter if he's just back from the groceries or yeah. i'm coming home from work whatever it is exactly. that's what it is or first thing in the morning yep. or whatever right um i've been married for 20 years and we still have butterflies that's go. mike and sturgeon so how do we keep those butterflies fluttering by. (laughs) Uh, We'll talk more with Dr. Gans about that uh, after this. Stick around. The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad.